Here we go with Banker with a Beer, presented by Northwestern Bank. Opportunity for us to chat with some of the people around the area, all while enjoying a tasty beverage. I'm Scott. We've got Jerry, as always. Jerry, we've got a, a tasty beverage, as I mentioned, and a guest. We Well, first, happy 2024, Scott. It's uh, good to have you back. Good to be doing podcasts ag- again this year. And congratulations, uh, your Jets beat the... Uh, the Patriots uh, about five years ago that would have been a really big deal, but but when it comes to the Jets, any victory is is something we should celebrate. Yeah, pitchers and catchers are a month away. That's that's, that's the way that's the way uh, us from New York are now looking at it. And of course, you still have basketball and hockey seasons going on. Lots going on locally in that regard. And speaking of which, there's some snow on the ground when we're recording this podcast. It brightens things up, so there's a little bit extra juice in the air uh, speaking of that that's the name of the the beverage yes we do have a ipa so here in the middle of winter we're going to go ipa which is usually a bit more of a summer drink but our guest requested it and i'm going to do my very best to comply this will be one i haven't had before this is called juno juice it's from the alaskan brewery uh, that's out of juno alaska i've had some of their other beer before and i've been very impressed so we're going to give this one a go but the beer is always is the lubrication of the conversation, but we've got a great guest. So joining us today is going to be Chris Loken. He's from True Lock here in Eau Claire, and we're going to be talking a little bit about safety, and we're going to be talking about monitoring of your homes and your properties. But all that being said, I will pour the beer, and you can bring Chris on board. Well, while we jump right into that, and no True Lock's been around for a number of years here in the area. Chris, why don't you tell us a little bit about the business? Sure. Um, well, we are True Lock and Security. Uh, we have been in the area for, I guess, about 52 years now, um, starting in 1971. Um, we specialize in not only locksmithing, which is the first thing that uh, many people associate us with, but um, also uh, pretty much anything that has to do with the doors. The hardware, we also are um, quite big into electronic security whether that be access control, video surveillance. We do alarm security systems and pretty much cover the gamut uh, for security. We're um, a family-owned operation. Um, Luckily, we were um, actually named the Small Business of the Year uh, probably about a dozen years or so ago now. Um, but that's something that's been a, a sense of pride to my family. In addition to my family members, we've got, you know, seven or eight uh, hardworking uh, people that, that do a great job for us as well. Well, the be- yeah, beverage has been poured. So, right. Jerry, what do you like to say? We clunk them and drink them. So All right. Perfect. Thank you. There we go. Hits the back of the throat nicely. That's good. Dangerous. Good selection, Jerry. I've, <laughs> nice. I've had Alaskan, but I've, I don't think I've had that uh, particular one. Excellent. So. Good. Good. Good that you're going to be enjoying the beverage as we go forward. There we go. All have, right. Have to ask, what got you into this line of work? Well, as I said, we're a family business, and I pretty much grew up in it. Um, so it it just kind of was was the way the way of the family. Um, my parents started it, um, as, as I said, 52 years ago, and I think they, they really kind of fell into it by accident. Um, my, my dad was uh, 
approached. The the reasons why I don't even know why he was approached um, by the pastor at Saint Olaf's Parish, as a matter of fact, and and said, "Yeah, do you know anything about rekeying locks?" My dad, being young and entrepreneurial, of course, did not know a thing about rekeying locks, but he said, oh, yeah, sure, of course I do. So, so he lied to the pastor. Did he confess this? <laughs> well, I, you, I, I'm you going know, on the record with you, him. Yeah. You want your security business to start on a positive There you note. go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've been told that is the way it went down. All right, we understand. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's exciting, but... Um, I wanted just to start with some things on kind of a global basis, and we'll go some of, some of the specifics. But uh, here's kind of a, I won't say a naive question, but are security systems effective? I mean, are, are in, in this day and age when you've got uh, criminals and you hear about the smash and grabs and whatever, uh, do the systems work? Sure, absolutely. The... Any system is really only as good, obviously, as the components that are in it, but um, the people that are using it, too. Uh, usually, if there is some sort of issue, it oftentimes can co go back to just people weren't using it properly. They didn't use it at all. And when you say security systems, in this instance, I think you're talking about an alarm system. Correct. Obviously, video surveillance uh, is, is always effective. But any type of security, be it electronic or, or even mechanical, does need some sort of maintenance and follow-up um, to, to make sure that the systems are, are working properly. Now, you've been around 50-some years, at least the businesses have been around that long. Uh, over that arc of time, I mean, the Eau Claire and the Chippewa Valley has grown tremendously. Very much so. Uh, usually with the growth of communities, unfortunately, also becomes maybe a little bit more of a crime element that comes through. Have you seen that? Has that been the case here? For sure. Um, I'm not one that really um, tries to scare people with statistics and, and you know, crime reports. People can watch the news. They know what, what, what is happening. They, they kind of know the, the state of our community and the world. And the fact of the matter is that crime, while Eau Claire is a relatively safe community, it, it's certainly not immune from, from that type of activity. So while I'm not here to scare people into saying they need this or they need that, for whatever reason, many people feel they need certain aspects of security, and, and they'll look to, to us to provide guidance and an implementation of the, the, the things that would fulfill, fulfill their needs. Of course, a lot of people are thinking of security systems for their home, and we'll talk businesses as well people automatically start thinking about the, the, the digital ones and the ones you see advertised on TV, but you mentioned physical and things like locks, for heaven's sakes. Uh, how important is it not to overlook, if you will, just the quote-unquote old-fashioned ways as sort of the first line of defense? They, they definitely are, Scott. Um, that is something that, that some people do uh, overlook. They, they think, oh, well, I just got this nice, new, shiny access control system or the video ring system. system. Yeah, yeah well, you know, whatever. However, if you ignore the basics, it doesn't matter how sophisticated your electronics is. If, if somebody can literally 
come through the door by, you know, whatever nefarious means they're going to use, your system isn't worth very much. So what do you see, I mean, as far as, like, I'm trying to say there are different areas we can we can go one. So one is when you're at your home and it's being monitored, okay? So at night you want to turn on a system or you, everything, you lock everything up. That That's one area. But there's also been, you know, especially around, I'll say, western Wisconsin, many people have a cabin or someplace mm-hmm. up north, a place that they're in occasionally. So, uh, you know, and you do hear stories of, of break-ins and things of, of folks that have a, a boat stolen or uh, someplace up there. Do you work outside of the community, outside of the Chippewa Valley? And if someone has a place up on Long Lake, I mean, how, how big is your trade area? And how do you pro- how do you protect a place that is more than a five, probably five or ten minute drive away from the lo- local police station? Sure, sure. Well, um, we do uh, cover a rather expansive area. Um, we don't have a specific territory that that we cover in general probably 95% of our business is within 50 or 75 miles, I would, I would guess. Um, but we do have some clients that have uh, commercial businesses, for instance, that have many locations, and we will even occasionally do out-of-state jobs for, for those clients in particular. Um, but um, to get back to your question on you know people's cabins, how do we protect them? Well, um, the capabilities are so much greater today than they were 10, 15 years ago. The ability to monitor your systems remotely through a, a smartphone to to be able to arm, disarm, perhaps let somebody in um, that could be through some sort of electronic lock that we could install. To be able to view cameras remotely are all crucial elements in really giving people not only security, but peace of mind when it comes to their their faraway locations. You know, they don't weigh, lay awake at, at night thinking as much, oh, is the cabin secure? Or uh, one thing that I've done myself is I, I'll leave home and um, forget to close the garage door. Well, we're able to provide an, an app on your phone that um, can cover things like, like that just gives you peace of mind. How about monitor? I mean, I even know that the technology is there, but I mean, monitoring, is there enough heat? You know, is mm-hmm. your pipe's going to freeze up or whatever. Is that included in packages that you sell as well? It certainly can be. I don't really sell packages per se. Every system is unique to the home, the homeowner, their wants and desires. Some people care m- much more about certain elements that others may not. So there's not a cookie cutter design for any system, but... When I come into someone's home or their business, you know, I, I try to ask a lot of questions and, and see what it is they're looking for. Sometimes when you go in with a preconceived uh, notation in your head, you might be off base. But but the one thing that you do have, though, if you, and, and granted, it's slowly building itself out, but if you do live, you know, in an urban area, for the most part, you've got high-speed internet and ways to connect. For sure. If you are in the middle of nearly nowhere, the likelihood of you having internet access are maybe limited or, or none. How do you then allow that equipment then to get to your smartphone or something? Is there a phone line or how, how well, do you connect that? Well, that that does limit things. As long as there's good um, 
cell tower um, communication, I'm able to do um, many aspects of, of that security. Uh, the video surveillance for viewing it remotely, that can be uh, affected uh, by not having uh, a solid, solid Internet there. So let's say somebody says, Chris, I need you to come and, and, and take a look at my property. And I'm sure there might be some differences between residential and commercial, but what should they expect when you show up? Well, like I said, I'm going to show up and I'm going to try to figure out what the situation is. Is is there a problem that we need to address? Is this person just being proactive? Um, do we want to do the things that Jerry's mentioned? You know, monitor heat. Uh, are they worried that, hey, I go to Florida for the winter and I want to make sure that the, the cabin uh, has heat. Pipes aren't going to bust. Um yeah. Oh, and I'll, I'll, I think you kind of answered it there with some of the other things you can do, because somebody's going to sit there. Let's play the devil's advocate and go, because everybody's always looking for the cheapest way. <laughs> well, can I just get one of those ring cameras that I hear all about? I can just go down to the, the local uh, sprawl mart and get one of those. Why, why do I call you? Sure, sure. Well, the fact is, some people are going to just go and get the ring camera, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's, quite honestly, probably the, the cheaper way to go for some of these people. Not everybody is technically savvy and, and wants to deal with that. Some people, a lot of people, just want to rely on a professional that isn't just selling them a out-of-the-box solution that might be okay for some, but probably is not the right solution for many. So... You know, it's, it's really whatever the customer wants in this situation. Let's say in this area, and if we, you, know, you, knock, you, knock on, you knock on what it's a, overall, it's a very safe area and all that. For the most part, what do people in the area typically need? Sort of the sort of thing, and I'm sure it's different, you know, here, there, and all that, but maybe some of the baseline stuff that most people in the area end up needing. Sure. Sure. Well, and again, we've touched on the physical and, and lock security. That would really be the first thing I'd, I'd want to address with somebody. Make sure we've got a good foundation there. If, it, if it's residential, you know, do we have good quality deadbolts? Always my first recommendation. Um, then, then secondly, at that point, now we can start to maybe focus on some of the electronic things. A, a good burglar alarm is is obviously key in, in getting help there when when needed. Um, the video surveillance aspect is becoming more and more critical to to, to folks and, and their and their well being and, and peace of mind. You know, they they often want to know not only that something ha has occurred, but who done it? You know, can can I get that person? Can I prosecute them? And and the systems can uh, can really function mesh well together to provide all the pieces to the puzzle, not only to to stop the crime, but to give uh, the evidence necessary to for the legal course to to take place and then one more one more question i've got here jerry you've got a chance to drink the beer yeah i'm, I'm doing well over here how important and, and definitely chris uh, get yourself a sip there how important do you see it to 
either advertise or make it visible that there is a security system, a something in place as sort of a first deterrent. The, the, the old thing you'd hear a lot of people say, well, just make sure your car door, for instance, is locked because they're going to be looking for the one that's unlocked or sure. looking for the path of least resistance. Absolutely. But I've also heard other people say you don't want to say, I, I haven't heard why, but they say you don't want to advertise. You've got XYZ in place. So what, what are your thoughts? My thought is if you have a system, put the sign out, put the stickers on the doors and windows. I have heard the same argument that, that you have. Some people um, would, would claim that, well, if I put the sign out there, then somebody's going to think I've got something that's worth stealing or whatever. <laughs> still, still that I heard, heard, from a, heard from a business once. I'm not going to advertise because it's going to make people think I'm struggling as a business. <laughs> it's kind of yeah. counterproductive. Yeah. I'm not really here to, you know, promote some of the, the ideas. I mean, people get ideas about all sorts of things. It doesn't necessarily make them right. <laughs> well, here's a different question. We've talked a lot about home security, but I mean, um, too, like there's so many other different things. Question I've always had is, well, you know, you also help people get into their cars and are locked out. We do. How do you know if it's their car? I mean, if someone came up there and <laughs> sees the keys on it, it's just like, oh, I want the car. And they give you guys a car. How, how do you vet this person to say it's actually their vehicle? Um, well, um, usually we'll, we'll ask to see the, the driver's license and, and just, um, you know, um, make, make some sort of positive identification there. Um, most people pay with a credit card these days as, as well. So uh, there's a little bit of a, a verification process there. That's not really my role in, in the, the company, so I can't speak too intelligently about that whole process. But, but yeah, we've, uh, to my knowledge, we've never let someone in a vehicle yet that, that did not uh, it belong to it. Because one, one thing you guys do have, in both in terms of, of homes and, and businesses and, and, and vehicles, in some cases, you kind of have the keys to the kingdom. So, uh, I mean, there must be a certain level of, of obviously, responsibility for that. For and, sure. and I know you have insurance and things to, to support all that, but it's also kind of a, a, a critical role you play in the community because, I mean, everyone either has had the experience or know of someone who had experience who either locks their, their keys in the car or locks themselves out of the house. And all of a sudden, you know, either I'm, you know, having to smash a window or something, or I've got to find a way to get in and you get a desperate phone call, hopefully not too late in the night saying, can you help me? Sure. Sure. Um, but was there actually a question, question there? Or or? Just, it's more of a comment, you know, just, you know. Well, how does it feel to be the white knight when you're showing up? <laughs> yeah. Let somebody in their house. It's, it's, it's 1030 at night. They've had a long day. They're upset. They lock their keys or they can't get in their car. How does it feel to be the white knight? Because I'm sure people are both annoyed they had to use you but extremely happy to see you. And you never come in time. <laughs> <laughs> we could be across the street right, yeah, right would, yeah. over, and, and for some people it wouldn't be quick enough. But, yeah, I know, I know my techs take a lot of pride in, in what they do. And, and one very small part of that <clears throat> is getting people in their homes and their business. Just a little side note. You want to talk about something that's, that's truly um, it was was a scary uh, event. My my father 
um, who, who again started the business um, some years ago had to um, open a safe that uh, like a large gun safe that uh, a child had uh, somehow gotten in and a, a buddy or somebody must have uh, locked it and thank God he got he got the child in and I would have personally been a complete wreck wow. <laughs> had I been in his position, but he, I wasn't there, but uh, obviously was calm and cool and collected enough to, to, to get the child out. I was going to say, that's, that's a far cry from the person that's, that turns around and realized they locked themselves out when they went out to the backyard and there's no way into the <laughs> Right, <laughs> that's a, right, that's right. A, the, that, those situations are more... You can sit around a bar and laugh about it later on. That one is being a true hero. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there's situations that aren't great, but th- that was not a good situation. Well, before, that turned like, out well. That's a, but that's a great point, Chris. I mean, other company stories of lore that you can share that, I mean, whether it be in vehicles or houses or things that I'm sure either you've been the hero or you've gotten yourself into some really, I'll just say, interesting situations. I know there have been in some some interesting situations, and you know I, I, I'm sure if we had a couple of my techs here, they could really <laughs> give them a beer or two, and they'd they'd chime right in on the conversation. So just some as we're kind of getting, we're closing in our time actually, so it's going quickly. But so some things that all homeowners should do to protect their homes and and probably their cars as well, other than just simply locking them. Sure. Sure. Well, you hit the nail on the head there. But again, I, I can't stress um, deadbolts and and just maintaining vigilance, locking your doors. Uh, people oftentimes don't don't check their windows ever. Some people will will go for months or years without having uh, their their windows locked. Um, you know and. And the other things that, that we've covered, if you have an alarm, set it, you know, uh, it, it sounds really easy and basic and common sense, but an alarm does no good if it's not set. Now, from your standpoint, let's, what is a difficult property to secure, whether it be a person, you know, a, a residence or a business that, I mean, what, what makes your job really tricky? Well, uh, just the changing environment, uh, protecting schools has become paramount in, in in not only my business, but you know, for the educators, for anybody in, involved in that. And that's such a rapidly changing environment that um, it, it, it's really something that we take very seriously. And and uh, well, I, I know all of our educators in the area do as well. And that's got to be, I think there's also a personal element too, but where, I mean, you, you folks, I mean, it, I mean, it, how can I put this gently? I mean, no one wants to hear a horror story on the news about such and such a, you know, issue at such and such a school. Um, I mean, right. if you want to drive a parent absolutely nuts, it would be that and certainly if your locks around the door your system had something to do with you know them being allowed in or not working properly that must keep you up at night that it's definitely a a, you know a a precarious battle that probably will never be done being fought you know um it's something again we take very seriously 
going to veer off a little bit here in the last uh, few minutes. This is a business that has, again, existed for over 50 years in the area. We talk a lot of times on this program with businesses that have just started up or, or new entrepreneurs and the excitement around that. But how has it been to be in this area as an established business and see its growth, particularly in the last 20 years, see maybe it's some of its lowest points 30, 40 years ago and the rebirth and now the, the growth? Well, it's exciting to live in Eau Claire. I mean, I think we live in a in a fantastic community. And for basically all my life, I have lived here. So I have seen, you know, um, I, I think I can remember as a kid, Eau Claire being 40-some uh, thousand people. I think our signs say 65 now, and I'll bet there's closer to 85 in, in reality when the new census comes out. So seen tremendous change and we've gone from uh, an era where most people didn't lock their door there's a certain sadness to the fact that you know we we even need to be here because you know in in a utopian society we wouldn't be necessary i was gonna say you're you're, you're one of the businesses out there that you deep down you, you wish you didn't exist well <laughs> well you know uh quite honestly if if that were the case, I would happily find a, a, another line of work. But sadly, I, I don't think crime is going away, so we're going to persist doing what we do. Other hobbies and passions that you have, being somebody that's from the area and been here for so long. Okay. Well, I, I know your voice from huh. um, the Express Games. I feel um, sorry for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've, we've been longtime expo- uh, sponsors of the Express. Uh, love going to a baseball game. Um, we had a little conversation about football. I'm a huge Packer fan. Um, uh, you, you do have one of our retreads. Well, more than a few of them uh, being a Jet fan. But, you know, we won't hold that against you. We punted on this season. This season the season, at, season started at 7.15 on September 11th and it ended at uh, 7.19. <laughs> right, right. Um, I used to be in, in a lot more, you know, sports and activities myself. And, and now uh, I'm older and have kids. Now I, I go to their activities. So. Uh, that's a sense of, of pride and enjoyment for me as well. So final question as we're kind of wrapping things up, just what trends do you see in security? I mean, it, it, tremendous changes from, you know, just lock and key. Now it's all electronic. Uh, where do you see it's going? Well, I really see it being uh, trending much more in, in the interactive uh, realm. Um, people really don't just want the basic burglar alarm that, you know, if if they're not around, they might not, you know, get the, the information they need. It's a, it's a society where people want results now, and, and why shouldn't security migrate in the same direction? So um, it used to be uncommon for new construction to even have a security system at all. Now it's almost the norm but not just a security system. How in-depth can we get with it? Are we gonna control the, the heat, the, the, the lights? Are we gonna have electronic locks? Are we gonna control the garage doors? Uh, are we gonna want monitor for water if a pipe breaks? All, all these things are now really just kind of becoming the, the trend in, in new construction. Boy, it just hit, just hit me, too, as I heard the conversation earlier today uh, 
when we talk about for commercial businesses and all that, the quality of the cameras are so much better. And obviously, if something were to happen at a place, having that to be able to send to law enforcement makes a huge difference as well. We've come a long way from the uh, you, you still have the grainy black and white for some places, but uh, there's some Not high many. quality, high quality for many. Right, right, right. If you have something that's grainy and black and white, call me because we need to talk. <laughs> yeah, they, 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 we, we all have the image in our head of some sort of uh, video, but now it's uh, – I was just hearing a guy talk today about a lot of its high definition and how they, they solve crimes by piecing together various security cameras from various spots, and it, it, it's, it's amazing what ends up happening. Uh, for that, and uh, you mentioned the new construction. Uh, I know there's a lot of construction going on at South Middle School, and I, through a friend of a friend, I was told about all the cameras they've got around there and around Sonnentag Center. Uh, you never know when somebody's going to try to sneak a sneak a peek at something. Well, even right. here at, at, at the <laughs> bank, obviously, with our building here, we have any number of cameras that it's hard to be anywhere here without being seen, not just on one, but multiple cameras. So we right. can have time and dated and the whole thing. So, And I'm happy you also mentioned that it goes beyond just trying to keep uh, the bad people out uh, monitoring uh, things like the, well, just monitoring your house. I am somebody that's constantly fearful when I leave the house. Did I leave something on? Did I leave the garage door open? I'm the person that if we go away for a week, no matter how many times we double checked, 10 minutes out, I've got to turn around and double check because I don't feel confident. And as you mentioned, people with cabins and whatnot, I'm sure it is as much of a safety thing as it is a peace of mind thing. For sure. And you cannot put a price on that, on that peace of mind. You are correct. <laughs> well, thank you for listening to Scott and me chat over a beer today with Chris. If you like what you've heard, please give Banker with the Beer a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Tell your friends about us and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the North, Northwestern Bank website, or wherever you listen to your podcast from. Banker with the Beer is sponsored by Northwestern Bank, building strong communities where people matter.